Hello everyone, happy Friday, October 2nd, coming to you live from a Home Depot parking lot this morning. I arrived in Denver yesterday afternoon and it's already been a little interesting. I got to my aunt and uncle's and I've had a little aha moment, it's kind of disturbing. I know that I'm pretty opinion opinionated about when I think other people are being selfish or inappropriate and I got a little dose of Bobby was being a little selfish and inappropriate, I guess. Part of why I started this road trip was so I could get out here and see my aunt and uncle and avoid being on the planes. But then here I am bebopping and driving across the country and I did not realize how much stress I was putting on my family with, you know, being out in public and seeing as many people as I have. And I made them a little nervous. And as we were talking yesterday, I realized that I probably should have, I should have come maybe straight out here to Denver instead of bebopping along the way just to help their comfort level. Obviously, nobody wants to get sick. But I really, you know, I appreciate the candidness (laughs) that my aunt had with me last night about her level of discomfort. I just feel like a piece of shit for making her feel so stressed and worried about the fact that I'm here after seeing so many people. So that was a little humbling yesterday. um, And I feel like I was definitely selfish and didn't consider everything. So I'm kind of eating crow this morning and doesn't feel very good. To, I mean, she obviously didn't say, well, (laughs) you're selfish and you're putting us at risk, but just reflecting back on what she said as far as being, you know, concerned and and stressed and stuff, um, I should have, I guess I should have done a better job of timing or I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel super this morning to know that I have upset them. It was supposed to be a good thing and, you know, maybe my judgment wasn't the best. So I am, you know, office up to you guys, you know, that I have screwed up or I feel like I screwed up. I'm very happy that she was honest with me and told me her feelings and stuff and I can operate in a way that makes them a little more comfortable as far as masks and bedding and it just all these all these things. I mean, COVID's really messed with people's heads. And unfortunately, the way I live my life now, I'll tell you guys, you know, I I still am a believer in, you know, don't watch a lot of news and all those things that can deplete our positivity bucket. However, my ignorance may have come at a little bit of a price, you know, if I'm impacting other people. It works fine when I'm like in lockdown in my little apartment in Schenectady and the only thing I really get out for is a daily walk or two with my friend Karen outside, but now I'm, you know, around a lot of people. So I feel well physically and uh, I hope to keep it that way and, and hope to keep the people around me as well, you know, feeling good physically. So we will see. There's not anything I can. I can do about it in this moment. I'm here. Um, I'm staying here. 
I just needed to acknowledge that because it, it's been weighing on me since we had the conversation yesterday. I got two sweet little cousins here that, you know, we can't do hugging and it's different, you know, like I went to, good, you know, in my head, I wanted to, you know, hug my aunt and uncle last night before bed, but you know, it's off limits now. It's just a different freaking world, guys. And, um, I hope that, you know, you guys can recognize this or, or learn from this, you know, not just COVID related, although that's pretty important, right? To keep people safe. But also, you know, are we taking into consideration how other people feel? So that's part of why I'm sharing and, and owning it, right? It's step, it's October. So it's step 10. And I think I've already alluded to it, you know, when, when we screw up, promptly admitting that we screwed up and doing the best with it that we can so that we don't hang on to it, keep it in our bucket. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing is, uh, trying to release the eh feelings that come along with doing this. That's what I got. Another thing that's happened in the last, uh, I don't know, 16 hours or so is someone I know, I think I've chatted with you a little about them having a relapse or return to symptoms or field research, whatever the language is about going back out. And I don't want to say like I'm okay with that, but it is what it is. However, here's kind of some of the situation. They, about two years ago this time, they were on their way to inpatient rehab and it wasn't one that specialized in gambling. So I don't have a lot of, um, I'm not very impressed by the results based on, you know, what he told us when he came back. However, it's, you know, it's not my place and I don't know what I don't know, et cetera. You know, his relapse was, I think like last week. So he shares in, in the community that we're in, you know, it was a couple of years ago. I'd went to treatment. He was confiding in us, you know, the, the moment of breaking his parents heart and, and his dad saying to him, you know, this is the last time and his mom's crying and, and they had to drive him hours and hours to this place. And, you know, he, he shared that with us yesterday and someone asked him, well, how did you, how did they respond, you know, about the relapse? And he hasn't told them. And in fact, he actually is like, well, it doesn't concern them. <laughs> this is my recovery. And I will tell you that I am biting my tongue, guys, biting my tongue, because I really, really want to like call bullshit on him. But it's not, it's not going to matter. I've put a lot of effort into trying to help this person. And if that's the mentality that he has right now, like it's, it's, it doesn't matter to tell people and to be honest and transparent, which, oh, by the way, you know me well enough to know that I'm a big advocate for those being tools to actually be in recovery, super important to me. Then I totally lost my train of thought. Yeah. So if you're not being honest and transparent, you're not recovering as far as I'm concerned, you know, like. I understand in the step work, it says, you know, to avoid like hurting others or whatever, but you got to own your shit. You know, um, he's not telling his mom who he now lives with again, who, which, oh, by the way, is the person that he's harmed many times with this gambling. And 
I think it's unsafe for her, but I just don't think it's fair to her. And he's not going to be willing to listen to any of us. So what do we do? What do we do in that situation? And for me, I have to remember to stay in my lane. You know, it's not my, like, how does it serve me to, you know, bitch at him about it or bring up what I know he already knows? He's just choosing to not address or to deal with in a recovery kind of way. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It'll just get him pissed at me. It'll get me frustrated at the situation. I don't need to be right. I don't need to add stress. I don't need to create conflict and drama. I'm imagining that there'll be people within our, our realm that will address it. Or maybe everyone else will feel kind of the way I do as far as, you know, let it sit for a bit and, and we'll just have to be there when he falls again and he, he will fall again. I can see as my clean time grows, as my recovery grows, my experience in the rooms and, and in this arena, it's very clear to me who's gonna go back out or who's doing the work and who's not. It's so crystal clear to me. And it's been this way, you know, most of the last two years. It, it goes back down to, are we just talking the talk or are we walking the walk? And in this case, this guy talks the talk, but he doesn't walk the walk. And it, he's not helping anyone. You know, he's hurting himself in this case. And I have to accept he's just not ready, you know. And it's not it's not as simple as, you know, just making a decision. You know, especially if there's men- mental health involved. It's he knows the tools, he has the tools. And this is why I get a little bit passionate about meetings not being the only way. There's there's not trained professionals in meetings as a general rule. And I think that there's more house cleaning to do inside his soul. And again, can't force anybody to do that. So if you're, if you're one of those people listening right now that checks in with us and listens so that you can deal with a gambler or, you know, try to survive when you're with someone who's still in action, someone who doesn't want to quit, or maybe someone who's not gambling, but still acting with their attitude. You know, it's freaking hard. This is one of those, I'm trying to practice what I preach. It's, we just got to suck it up kind of thing and let them go do them because all we'll do is get our insides like all torn up and it's not good self-care for us. So that's my reminder on that. And I will keep you posted. This is going to have an ugly end, I'm sure. I just know it in my freaking gut. Anyway, I'm going to share with you today's reading, which, like I said, we're at October 2nd. I'll get back in my bebopy mood. That was a horrible, not positive start to the show. My apologies. Um, so let's recenter and regroup. I'm, I'm getting to see a beautiful sunset behind me as I record this sunset, sunrise. Jeez. I know I'm in mountain times, but I shouldn't be that delusional. Anyway, October 2nd, Lewis Hay says, if there is one thing we all can drop, it is criticism. If we come to a place of acceptance and self-love, it is easier to make changes. Virginia Satter once said, you can't help anybody by scolding them. Criticism is a sharp weapon that we've used against ourselves and probably against others, sometimes with severe consequences. When it is constructive and offered with sensitivity, grace, and dignity, then criticism may be helpful. 
but not otherwise. Most of us are our own sternest critics. To have someone else line up our bad qualities and march them before us only shames us more as it breaks our spirits and closes our ears. When we treat others this way, we're left feeling mean-spirited and lonely. Before we can let go, the more we work on loving and affirming ourselves and others, the better we are able to give and accept constructive criticism. Each thing we learn, how to cherish in ourselves, helps us see and be thankful for the beauty around us. Today, let me be only a bearer of loving criticism and gentle suggestions. Ah, so that's what I'm not capable of on this this other situation. I don't know that it would be gentle suggestions. I kind of want to give him the wrath of Bobby. So let's start at the beginning. No, I don't do that with everyone, by the way. This is four years of history right here, and I just want to be like shaking him. Anyway, so what do we got here? You don't help anybody by scolding them. It's a sharp weapon we've used against ourselves and against others. So yeah, so criticizing won't help in this situation. He knows. That's what's the most frustrating part is he already knows. I don't, I don't know why he's not choosing to cross that line because he also knows how good life is without gambling. That's the part that freaking blows my mind. It's, it's so clear. It's such a difference. And I guess that's why they call it a disease, right? Like in an addiction. And if it's not about just basic self-control or, or whatever, it's bigger than that. And we have to do the deep work and the deep cleaning and we have to really live it, not just say it. You know, you can read a meditation every morning and you can listen to the show. You can go to a meeting. You can go for a walk. But if you're still not looking at those feelings like when you're being your version of of bitchy or selfish or whatever if you're not reflecting on them if you're not trying to do better next time like it's okay to be an asshole like it just is as long as you're striving to not be an asshole in the future that's my belief i don't get on too many um high horses about things but just baby steps you know and are you hurting other people if you are hurting other people can you do something different next time to not hurt other people. Like my example of what I shared about coming out here, you know, I really need to be mindful next time about the choices I make and how they impact other people. And freaking sucks to sit in this and, and to be, you know, she gave me loving feedback. You know, it was, I don't know if it was criticism, but you know, as this reading says, but it was definitely uncomfortable feedback, although appropriate. And she had every right. And next time I just got to do better. That's all I could do. I can't go backwards. And neither can my friend who relapsed and didn't tell the truth. I mean, he can go forward by stepping up and telling his folks and, and owning it. I think it's going to be worse because the way that this dynamic is, you know, his mom's in a group with another addict's wife and like, it could be so easy for her to find out. And I just think it'd be better to find out from him, you know, cause then it adds the letter level of lying and yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm really going to let this go. I promise. Most of us are our own sternest critics to have someone else line up our bad qualities and march them before us only shames us more as it breaks our spirits and closes our ears. So again, talking to those of you, who might be in a situation with a, a gambler, an alcoholic, or whoever, for whatever reason that you're listening to this show, if it isn't about you, it doesn't help. And if you go back to my bucket principle, if you 
criticize someone or call out their shit and they internalize it and hang on to the negative and feel the shame and the guilt and beat themselves up, they're not going to get out of it sooner, right? It's going to perpetuate because it's going to be the negative shit in their bucket. And then when they have the negative, it's a whole lot easier to keep doing the behavior that we don't want them to do. And the same with ourselves. If we allow ourselves to beat ourselves up, you know, even with or without feedback, that's what keeps us in that place. That's why it's important to tell the truth or to work through whatever the speed bumps are that we have to work through because we're freeing ourselves and we're cleaning that negative stuff out of our bucket and allowing ourselves to make room for the positive. It feels simple to me. (laughs) It just feels simple, but it's the action of it isn't simple. The concept is simple, but we have to protect ourselves. Can we let go? The more we work on loving and affirming ourselves, the better we are able to give and accept constructive criticism. So that's the the doing the work and laying the foundation, the reading, the the walk, the looking in the mirror and, and just telling ourselves that, you know, we love ourselves, that we're proud of ourselves, that, I mean, so in this case, we can be proud of him for sharing with us, you know, and, and he can be proud of himself for being honest with us. He could have lied and hid it from us as well, but he chose not to. So those are the pieces you got to hang on to in order to move forward. If if you're someone out there who's been gambling and you haven't told, um, I'd like you to give this some thought. If you really want to quit gambling or you really want to make changes, you know, and this really applies to whether you're gambling or addicted or not. This could be just generic changes that we need to make to be better human beings. We have to reward ourselves and acknowledge that every step we make going forward is one step that we're not going backwards. And we have to be proud of that fact. Each thing we learn how to cherish in ourselves helps us see and be thankful for the beauty around us, which I believe a million percent. We, the amount of gratitude I have for anything and everything, even, even the bad things comes from learning how to be okay with myself and If I'm not doing the work, I'm not in a place of gratitude usually, or at least not the level where I can appreciate this sunset behind me or the the special moments with all the people that I've had the last couple of weeks and how fortunate I am to have people that love me and care for me and the, you know, things like having the ability to learn and be aware, even just the gift of being able to talk to you, you know, thank you. Steve Jobs for giving me a phone to record my podcast on. And thank you for my team that are helping me get this out to you as I am bebopping around, you know, like so much gratitude. But if I didn't give myself, like, I need to reflect like, oh, yeah, Bobby, you're doing a good job too. You're driving around to random retail parking lots to record episodes so you have peace and quiet in your car. And it feels good. Like, I know I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best for, for you, for me, for, for humanity, I guess, you know, like I'm just trying to be a good person. And if we beat ourselves up or beat others up, it's hard to feel those feelings. Today, let me be only a bearer of loving criticism and gentle suggestions. And I would also say, you know, if you're not in the right frame of mind or you're not, I guess, practicing what you preach or walking the walk, really stay in your lane. We don't need to be criticizing other people. There's just no need for it. No good is going to come out of it. If it's not coming from a loving, safe place, all it's going to do is create just more 
shit and chaos, honestly. So that's my thoughts on all that. It's a beautiful Friday here. I'm going to Estes Park with the kiddos as soon as they're done with school and my aunt and uncle and have lots of amazing pictures. I'm sure this is, I think, my third or fourth time going up there. And it's it's just great. And we actually saw a memory from four years ago. I was here with one of my other uncles and aunts. I think I had, like, flown in from Kansas City for one weekend. And we went doom, not doom buggying, but, like, four-wheeling on this mountain and just had a great weekend. And, and that's what it's about, guys. Family, fun, friends, new experiences. So that's what I want you to go into the weekend thinking about happy kid stuff, like new experiences and, and fun things like that. So... I love you guys. I hope you're having a great weekend or will have a great weekend. Depends on when you're listening to this. Thanks so much for tuning in and and keeping me motivated to be here with you. I do so appreciate it. So, so appreciate it. So thanks for all you do. See you later.